your horse training questions answered. Answered. Welcome to the Carson James Podcast, your weekly boost of horsemanship. No jargon, no fluff, and no BS. Just natural, proven solutions that work. And now, here's Carson James. Hey, today we're going to be talking about the prerequisites for a flying lead change. So probably the biggest one is hind end control. You need to be able to step the hind end to the left and to the right as the horse is walking forward. Not only that, you also need to be able to step the hip towards the direction of arc or towards his nose. So as an example, say you're walking on a straight line, you need to be able to bend the horse to the left and then imagine that straight line that you're walking on. The front end needs to stay on the line and you need to be able to tip the hip to the left of that line. So basically he's going to arc to the left and continue traveling forward. Uh, without actually following his nose and going onto a left circle. So bend to the left and maintain a straight line is pretty much it. Uh, Now the next thing up is he needs to be able to do canter departures. And these are important because it teaches a horse to push himself with his hind legs, which is a big part of lead changes. And the way you kind of get them doing that, uh, one way to do it is get them backing up and then jump them into a trot. And you can build up from there and get them to where they can jump into a lope. Uh, Now, when they do it, it needs to be kind of a gathered up slower type lope. It needs to not be a, a, the kind of deal to where he jumps out into a run or is surging. It needs to feel very smooth and the kind of lope he needs to come out on needs to be kind of a gathered up, slow, floaty, real comfortable, relaxed type of lope. Uh, now, the the real magic in teaching a horse to do this is the counter canter. So you're going to be going around on, let's say, a left circle, and you're going to have him on the right-hand lead. So as you come around on that circle, you want to think about preparing his body to the position for the lead change that's where it's all at this is all about kind of what happens before it happens and preparing him to actually perform the the lead change so as you come around on what would be kind of the center of the figure eight where you're gonna do the lead change is you would bring him out of that left bend and you would bend him to the right with a slight upward lifting motion on the right rein. At the same time, your right leg would come in to move his shoulders a little bit to the left as you bend him to the right. This is all preparing him to pop onto this new right-hand lead that we're about to go into. Now, once you have him set up like that, then if you've done your homework and you've got all of your pieces working properly, it should, from there, just be a matter of pushing in with your left leg, having it just an inch or two back from where it would naturally hang. And what this is going to do is it's going to cause him to pop his hip over to the right. And he's going to do this as he's loping. So 
Another way to look at it is to switch from the left lead to the right lead. As you're coming around on that left circle, switch to a right bend and then side pass your horse to the right mid stride in the air as he's loping. Uh, now, even if the timing is not good enough to actually execute that, if your horse has enough, uh, good enough education of what you want his body and his feet to do, even if the timing's off, he will still probably be able to perform it. Uh, if nothing else, he will change in the front and not the hind. And if that does happen, you just bring him down to a stop and you push his hip over to the right which is going to cause him to pick up the right lead, and then you just lope right off. So then you're then you basically just rinse and repeat. Now, even if he doesn't get it, you know, the first few times, you don't want to do this a hundred times because he will get tired eventually. But those are the pieces that you need. Uh other things that kind of go along with that, you need to be able to do counter arcs, which means for example, you need to bend him to the left and have his front end step around to the right. So turn him to the right and bend him to the left and vice versa. Uh, the horse does need to be very light to the leg, but in the right kind of way, not in a flighty kind of way. Your canter departures, when you do do them uh, from a walk or from backing up, they need to be you know soft and relaxed. Obviously, the horse needs to be able to lope around uh, on a loose rein with little to no tension in his body and or his mind, and those do kind of go together anyway. Uh, but remember, the, the thing about flying lead changes is you have to have those pieces where they are pretty good if you want to perform that maneuver without running into a lot of weirdness and trouble and, uh, you know, the horse getting angry and things like that. So, Make sure you have really good hip control. Make sure you have really good lateral movements of both ends, meaning he can side pass pretty good and he can kind of do what would sort of look like a slow version of a reining horse spinning. That would be shoulder control. And uh, remember, it's all about the preparation of the body, having really good control over the pieces of his body and it's the counter canner that will actually do it. So by, for example, loping on a left circle, having him in the right-hand lead, he's kind of already wanting to switch onto that left lead because that's what's natural for him. So that's a really great way to kind of get him to thinking about the same thing that you're thinking about, which is changing leads. Uh, another good prerequisite is what they call a simple change, when that would be you're loping around on the to the right on the right-hand lead, and in the middle part of your figure eight, which would should really be a, a brief straight line for a stride or two, uh, you will straighten out his body, drop to a trot for a stride or two, and while that's happening, you will reposition him, bending him to the left, and then strike right off on that new left lead. So your horse needs to be really good at the simple change, uh, obviously before trying the, the flying lead change. But if you get all these pieces working as good as they should be working, you should be able to have your horse be able to figure that out within a few sessions. 
if it's not going good, it's going to be in the pieces and or the preparation. So that's what the flying lead change is all about. You've been listening to the Carson James podcast. Real, simple horsemanship. Subscribe now to get new questions answered every week. If you enjoyed this week's podcast, drop us a review and share it with your horsey friends. 